Apple, Games, and Money, and Why Are the M1 Laptops Being Overlooked? This is Mac Voices. This week's Mac Voices is supported by Collide. Collide is an endpoint solution that uses the most powerful untapped resource in IT, end users. Learn more at collide.com slash macvoices. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. The Mac Voices Live panel wraps up its discussion of Apple and the money it's making in games without apparently even trying. Then we turn our attention to why the M1 MacBooks seem to be overlooked in all of the articles claiming to name some of the best, most valuable laptops out there. Let's go back and let the panel do the talking. Well, and, you know, just to take this one more step, um, I think there are a lot of fans, if not everybody here, of Setapp, but it's not unprecedented for an app to leave Setapp. So, you know, once again... I think think they require a two-year... Setup requires a two-year commitment. Okay, I didn't. I didn't know that. But you know, I, I think a lot of people. Obviously, a lot of people are choosing to stay and set up. But chooses to keep them. I have, I would assume it's a two-way street. Um, right. But some decide, mm-hmm. okay, they would rather go back out on their own. And so, you know, all these different business models are out there. It's just a matter of which ones, you know, you like, and which ones the developers like, and which ones Apple likes or whoever else is making some of these these things so yeah and my understanding is uh setup doesn't require the exclusivity that apple right. arcade does um you know, i can i can download bartender sure. as part of setup or i can download bartender and license it individually depending on you know what my needs are well and you can do that with um with some of the apple arcade games too oh can you i thought they were no. Only on Apple Arcade. No, that, sure? they're they're not on Android, and they're not on other subscription services. Oh well, right. That that's mm. that's what Apple's exclusive on uh, Apple Arcade means. So now, it's a platform exclusivity, Jeff. It's a mm. it's a it's a platform. Um, yes, and and uh, using exclusivity in the sense that it's excluding specific platforms as opposed to excluding all other platforms okay mm-hmm. i guess i hadn't dug deep enough to to really notice any of these games being in both parts of the app store well and uh, uh what that tells me is that apple did a really good job with their marketing because that's exactly what they wanted us to uh to take away from it's an exclusive on apple arcade uh, yeah i thought that too i i was like Jeff, i did not know that but i'm i don't really do anything with games so i don't pay any attention i mean you know i'm i'm a casual gamer so i i like the stuff on apple arcade simply because i don't have to worry about the in-app ads i don't have to worry about being tempted to make in-app purchases you know, I can play it when I want to play it and just enjoy the game. Were some of the some of these games out before? Yes. Were they just, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so maybe geez. that maybe maybe that's the reason, you know. You know, same thing like with setup, like some of the apps I already bought. So I think Apple you know. Arcade kind of tweaks them differently. Cause I there wasn't there like a, been 
modify for Apple Arcade. Well, no, no, for Apple Arcade, I think like for some reason Candy Crush, there might be a Candy Crush like kind of thing in there, but it's not really the same. They um Angry Birds is there. That's it. It's it's just Angry Birds. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. But there are a few where they kind of dressed up a little bit differently. And obviously you got to change a lot of things around when your model changes out of the, you know, if there's nothing to purchase, then you got to kind of take that into effect too in Apple Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, but then you can go to a game like the Oregon Trail. That's that's an Apple Arcade exclusive. So they do have exclusives in there too. So you you can't buy the Oregon Trail, but you can get it in Apple Arcade in that in that sense. Uh yeah. Um some developers are doing that where right. they're they're using the exclusive tag in the more literal sense where this is the only place you can get it. Mm-hmm. To my knowledge, Apple only created two iOS games and I, one was one was uh, poker uh, game, poker game. And the other one was Warren Buffett's poke paper boy thing that came out. Yeah, it was Texas Hold'em was the Apple one. Texas Hold'em was the Apple one, but there's also one that came out. It was like a either paper boy or something. Warren Buffett's did something and then let me pull it up. But those I, are the I ones I can think of. I guess, you know, again, I'm showing my bias, but um, because I really wouldn't recognize uh, the names of of some of the more sophisticated games, I sort of thought that Apple Arcade was just not that big a deal and wasn't drawing the super big names. And Oh, it is. Yeah, when when you guys are saying some of those names, even I recognize them, which means that's a pretty big deal. So, you know, again, this is just an area that... I mean, for a bunch of non-gaming people, we're talking about games a lot all of a sudden, but I think maybe at least I'm starting to appreciate just what a big I mean, deal it is. Even even well, look at Star Trek. Star Trek Legends is an Apple Arcade. That's a huge game that's on Apple Arcade right now. Yep. Lego has multiple games on Lego, Apple Arcade. Yeah. Mm, and okay. uh and Lego, I mean, that's a big name in video game. Yep. Go Star Wars. Yep. Mario, that's one thing that Apple never got, and Apple would love to have the plumber come no, to. They, they, they had him on at one point, but I didn't think they, <laughs> they, 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 they left before. Well. So there was a Mario, Doctor Mario, which I played, which and they and they actually knocked it away. So here's a good example of a game that I liked uh, that that uh, went away was a uh, Doctor Mario, which was fun. And then I think there's one or two other Mario type games, but certainly no Mario type Nintendo games out there, um, which, you know, one day, right? You're assuming? Well, like everything else, it it ebbs and flows, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. Um, Hey, I want to throw another article into the chat rooms. Um, I don't know how many of you saw this because John Gruber had had brought it up. This article references that. Um, But I also saw several other articles. This, by the way, has to be one of the best articles, uh, titles I've ever seen, Um, A Burger Without Heinz. Mm-hmm. But um, it talks a lot about, and, and Gruber brought this up, that uh, some major websites are picking, doing best laptop picks. And I believe yeah. Wirecutter, and I think Ars Technica is also mentioned in there. Yep. They're doing best laptop picks and just totally excluding the M1 Macs, the M1 Mac laptops, excuse me. And, you know, I, the point there that these guys are trying to make is that, you know, the M1 is, is, beating the daylights out of anything else that Intel or any of the others are putting out. 
and they're not being recognized. And so, you know, the question becomes why? Well, okay. So first thing, and and I saw um, uh, Gruber talking about this, or Gruber's Wow. I saw Gruber's piece about this. Man, that was harder to say than I expected. (laughs) Um, And uh, uh, one of the problems we have is that people looking at this and saying, why are the M1 Macs being excluded? This isn't new. Uh, these uh, these publications have been doing this since before Apple Silicon was a thing. Right. So uh, the the bigger question isn't why are M1 Macs being excluded from these these uh, roundups and reviews. It's why are Apple products being excluded from these roundups and reviews if they're supposed to be about laptops and desktop computers in general, as opposed to just Windows PCs. Mm-hmm. And and I, I have a feeling part of that is because we still have a mindset with a lot of publications and a lot of writers that you have PCs and then you have Macs. And so when they think I'm going to do a, a computer roundup, well, to them, that means computers that run Windows. And not Max because you know Max are this other thing. Um, so while I'm sure there are people out there that uh, that are intentionally excluding Max because screw Apple, I think a lot of this is just the oh Dave oh I loved that <laughs> take my fist computer. Um, I I think a lot of this is just the way the industry has been for a long time. And uh, it comes down to people just kind of being lazy with the way they're creating this content. And that's not well, an excuse. Windows vendors might advertise in publications. Apple ain't going to do that. I mean, yeah. there's, there's, I mean, there's magazines dedicated just to Windows, if you go out there. There's oh, magazines uh-huh. dedicated just PC, to Mac. PC, Mac, digital. So there's PC Mac out there, and then there's Mac World and Mac, whatever. There's a whole bunch of magazines out there, too. Um, and then there's sort of the ambiguous ones, which, you know, um, <clears throat> I don't, in the UK, we used to have some great ones. Uh, like Stuff was one. It's not what it sounds like. It's actually, it, it's an IT. Stuff yeah. was a great yeah. magazine. magazine. I'm with UK you has a lot of great tech UK has Stuff yeah. and T3 was the, the other one. T3 T3's still out there. Yeah. So, you know, and then similar ones here in the US, but which are re- basically um, a tech enthusiast magazine more so than a, right. you know, more specific to a product. So, a lot of those kind of magazines you'll always find, you know, under top 10, although, you know, I've always seen Macs and Apple, uh, Apple and Windows computers together, and they'll just kind of rate based on a bunch of things. Um, but I think the Windows-centric laptops are never going to put a Mac in there uh, to comparison no. uh, because, you know, they're trying to target their audience and they know their audience probably don't want Macs. And, you know, because historically, like Jeff was saying, that's just how they rolled you know they were mm-hmm. more window centric and that's what the readers are and exactly what jim said you know the advertisements are probably coming in more and you know every page somebody turns in these magazines is a, a dell ad or hp ad and you know so on so there's a lot of that too but uh, i've seen you know my my only comment is i've seen plenty of reviews that have 
both platforms listed mm-hmm. in there. Yeah. So, I know. Yeah. And I'm I'm inclined to think that the advertisers aren't directly playing a role in what uh, devices are included in these articles. I think that's more a byproduct. Uh, In many cases, we're talking about publications that weren't totally nailed it. They cater to a specific audience. And if that's an audience that is interested in, in Intel hardware running Windows, then uh, why would you include a Mac in that? Unless it's like a special article, here's how to hack a Mac and make it into a, into a great PC. Right. Yeah. But and a lot of, it's still a PC thing. And, and a lot that's where advertisers are going to go. They're going to go where their audience is. Right. And a lot of the ads that you'll see are comp- components of PCs and mm-hmm. you know, things that stick in your PC and, and things like that. At least it used to be. So, you know, when Apple kind of, you know, said you can't do that anymore, then that kind of alienated that crowd. And it's you still see it in IT now. Dave and I can tell you that IT people hate Apple. Uh, most oh, yeah. of them do. And they don't know why, except for, you know, they'll keep saying, you know, that um, you, you can't modify it, you can't customize it, you can't root it, you can't pop it, whatever whatever they want to do, that they're never going to do with their own devices, but they think it's well, fun. That's in chapter one in the Windows certification manual. Step two. Here's yeah. Windows. There's that's right. Windows. That, that was on the A-plus certification exam too. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I mean, there's, there's the IT, you know, typically, you know, don't like Apple and those magazines typically cater to the IT crowd. So yeah, but you know what, Warren, I'm running into more and more IT people who secretly will say, um, once they find oh, out I'm I'm an Apple person. Oh, I'm I'm digging them out. Yeah. No, yeah, I, they, they will, I dig they them will, out of my companies all the time. And yeah, uh, they they will say, Well, I've I've got a Mac at home. I hear that all yeah, the time. <laughs> yeah. I mean it it really is kind of amazing, you know, just how it's it's almost like a deep dark secret. Like, if you go you know, to a guess, Facebook You'll see the Facebook groups too, like the I mean, with with the IT specific Facebook groups, right? That um, every like if somebody posts something about Apple, it turns into like a five hundred page uh, going back and forth about how everybody hates Apple, and then there'll be like you know five people, including me, that say you guys are idiots and shut up, and then you'll get a few likes on that and like that. So just like you're saying, there's people out there in the IT world that are coming through and you know but most don't so it's changing it is changing yeah. there's yeah. so many companies and i've talked about this before the apples macs are becoming more and more in the enterprise and it's it's changing it's just going to take time yeah yeah i think um, a lot of part of it is so many of these people have iphones that too yeah well that doesn't hurt yeah that doesn't mm-hmm. hurt I, I forget if it's in this article or one of the others but you know one of the speculations was that um you know if they covered Apple's uh, Apple hardware, that you know it would make their readers angry, you know, because they they want to be told what the best PC laptops are, and they don't really care about Apple. And if they start pointing out that the M1 now the M2, um, you know, are eating everybody's lunch, that that's not going to make their readers happy. So they're playing oh, no. to the to the audience. Well, you don't want to do um, that. That that, well, that definitely riles mean, them up. <laughs> the, what? I, I think the problem right, is that but, these articles need to be labeled best Windows laptop. If they did that, John Gruber would have no complaint. Yeah, yeah. You know, says, but it says best laptop. Best laptop. I mean, a lot of them do. 
And a lot of <laughs> magazines do say best Windows laptop. So he might have found a yeah. few that didn't. Yeah. There's, yeah. Been, there's been plenty so, of articles in PC and PC Mag and PC World that have said, you know, best laptops. And I would see a MacBook Air listed as one of them. Yeah. So, well, Dave, it's funny you say that because I went looking and um, the last best laptop article that I found on PC Mag um, included. Now, th- this is the, but this is the part that kind of galls you. And I admit um, that, you know, being an Apple fan, um, but they had one of those horizontal, horizontal. Now, it's, I've got Jeff's problem horizontal scrollers on there and so you know these are the best these are the best laptops and you see four or five windows laptops and of course if you hit the scroll you see four or five more that you hit the scroll again and then finally we get to the to to an an m1 macbook okay but each one under each one of those is you know one of their little rating systems you know four dots five dots 4.5 dots so they're in those first two clicks that you make there are a whole lot of fours and 4.5s a whole lot of fours and 4.5s you get over to the macbook and it's four it's a 4.5 so why isn't it listed over you know in a more prominent place as a 4.5 i mean maybe yeah you know supported by cost or was sort of yeah Yeah, it could be somewhere i I don't know but but a lot of a lot of magazines also do you know like you were saying they'll 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 say you know, not just best laptop, they'll say best for gaming, best for budget, best for, um, you know, office work, you know, things like that. So they'll, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's, it's not the, it's not as easy as it used to be to come up with the best laptop in order because there's, there, there's in a windows world, at least the, any $1,500 windows laptop is going to be pretty much like the next one. There's not a lot of difference anymore anymore. So, what they'll do is they'll try to compare, you know, them in groups at this point. And a lot of times there'll be something like, you know, best overall or something like that. And I'll see MacBook in there, you know, so it will sometimes win a, you know, a category, but not, you know. Today's Mac Voices is supported by Collide. Collide is an endpoint security solution that uses the most powerful untapped resource in IT, end users. Old-school device management tools like MDMs force disruptive agents onto employee devices that slow performance and treat privacy as an afterthought. Collide does things differently, though. Instead of forcing changes on users, Collide notifies your team via Slack when their devices are insecure and gives them step-by-step instructions on how to solve the problem. For IT admins, Collide provides a single dashboard that lets you monitor the security of your entire fleet whether they're running on Mac, Windows, or Linux. That visibility makes it easy to prove compliance to your auditors, customers, and leadership. And by reaching out to employees via a friendly Slack message, Collide can help you build a culture in which everyone contributes to security. You can meet your compliance goals today by putting users first. Visit collide.com slash macvoices to find out how. That's Collide, K-O-L-I-D-E dot com slash Mac Voices. Thanks to Collide for supporting this week's Mac Voices. Well, you know, to argue the other side, though, if I wanted to, um, you know, Apple has two, maybe three models. I mean, they can be customized, but they've got two or three basic models to choose from. Whereas on the Windows side, you have 30 or 40 made by a whole lot of different people. So, you know, if you if you walk into wherever you're going to walk into and try to buy a Windows laptop, you probably need some guidance. If you 
go to buy a Mac laptop, you only have two or three options of of the actual laptop model. And then you have, you know, how much RAM do you want? How much hard drive do you want? Or excuse me, SSD, you know, but beyond that, there's, there's just almost not a lot to say. Yeah, which I don't is, really need a review to decide which Mac to get. Yeah, and that's and so that's what not Apple a bad thing. Me and this is the one I want. Yeah, <laughs> the, the Windows people writing articles look at all the, you know, the the three or four different Mac models and like hell if I know which one is best. I don't know. Yeah. they all kind of look the same and they all kind of have the same parts in there and, and and for the most part, hey, this one has a Touch Bar still. Maybe that's good. Get that one. I don't know. Yeah, but meanwhile, the the PC people need you know. Well, am I going to get a Lenovo or I'm going to get a Dell or a going to get you know something from asus or you know whatever so if i were to argue the other side then i would say there's some logic to what they're trying to do but i do feel like that overlooking uh, overlooking overlooking a mac laptop in any article that is entitled the best laptops that's a bit disingenuous i I think anybody who wants a mac is not going to read these lists anyways to 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 have them listed in order because if you want a mac you want a mac i mean that yeah if you're looking for <laughs> i agree <laughs> so if you're looking for a windows computer yeah. then these are you know that's where you're going to go to these magazines and look for like you know orders of uh of, of best which is probably an impossible job at this point anyways because like i said the, i mean at, at this point anything over $500 is going to be in one class and they're all going to be the same, you know, five to, you know, so they're, they're not that much different anymore is what I'm saying. Um, yeah, but, and I, to me, the, the question is who is the reader that's like, well, I might buy a windows machine. I might buy a PC machine, but you know, it depends on the battery and the, uh, you know, keyboard or, you know, that's like, what I'm saying. It doesn't exist at all. Yeah. yeah. yeah what, what person is in that category? You know, nobody. Like, oh, you know, you, I, you I to... think there's well, there probably are, you know, they're probably low-end people that are like, you know, you know, certainly like, you know, my mom when she used the computer, of course, we got her a Mac, but you know, she really never used anything but a web browser. Mm-hmm. So she could have, you know, used any kind of computer and you know even a Chromebook now, um, right. and it wouldn't have made any difference. But, you know, most people are, are you know, but she didn't look at any best of list. She just called me up and said, what do I get? Um, I, I, get- I, I was actually in Micro Center today, earlier, and I happened to walk by the Windows laptops and, you know, 17-inch laptops. Who buys these things? I tried to pick it up. Gamers. I tried to pick. I guess. I guess. But oh my god! Well, and it was so ugly. It had like one inch bezels. Yeah, gamers. You know, so it was like it was like nineteen inches by the time you included the bezels and everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and you know, it felt like it had extra bricks in it. You know, like you know, it's like I need a suitcase just for this. It's a a desktop replacement. They call it. But but couldn't they make it? You know, remotely, it looked like it was from 2005. You know, it's like, don't they have better injection molding? And, you know, can't they, you know. Uh, if you're a gamer, you don't care about how the laptop looks. You care about how, to, how it plays and the screen looks. And I've seen uh, crappy you know, Windows I, Well, then I would think, okay, laptops, make so. it steampunk or something. You know, everybody cares <laughs> oh, about do. how things look. Well, <laughs> they have those. Not, they, the ones I saw were, they, they just, it just looks shabby. You know, that's what it looked like. It looked like, uh, 
uh, Eastern European, you know, like, you know, it looked like a, 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 a Yugo. If somebody asks me what, if somebody asks me what laptop to go uh, get, I'll I'll send them to Best Buy and say pick them up, and the one that feels the best to you is the one you want in that price range. Yeah, but that's what you say for every product, right? Yeah, tell them Warren sent you. Yeah. Hey, Chuck. Yeah. Go to Best Buy and use this affiliate tomatoes. Yeah. Fill it up, Jeff. Jeff. I'm going to take a controversial stance on this oh, and okay. say, I think that uh, uh, Gruber and everyone else that's getting their getting all upset about this, they're getting their unnecessarily getting their panties in a bunch over this. And well, yeah. uh, and actually, you know, Gruber Warren, has got us talking about him. Yeah. So so well done, Gruber. <laughs> uh, but Warren yeah. nailed it when he said the the people that actually look for these articles and look for these lists. They're not going to be buying Macs anyhow. No. Yeah, that's, that's a fair they, point. They know what they want. And they yeah. don't need a mag. Yeah. I don't need no magazine telling me otherwise. I'm getting that. Yeah. You just go to the Apple also, store and you pick out your Mac magazine? and you leave. I'm going to that. I'm well, getting that beautiful MacBook Air. Oh. Beautiful <laughs> MacBook Air. Oh. Keep that out of camera shot. You don't want your wife oh, seeing God. it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, let me catch up with the chat room here because there are a couple I, things I, I want to make sure we get in. Uh, hang on just a second. Oh, sorry. Yeah, hang on just a second, Jeff, because I want you in the, on in on this. Um, Claire in the chat room said she's having this issue right at the moment, choosing a Windows laptop mainly because boot camp is gone. And when I ask her what she's doing with it, she says that uh, she does cinematography but also enjoys gaming. Would it be nice to have one device to handle both passions? So, and uh, that Mac is winning the design war as always, but I must admit that some of the Asus and Dell products are starting to get better. Well, you know, it's hard to it's hard for them not to get better. Well, right. And I mean, a lot of the software that that you use in cinematography is available on both platforms now and has right. been for a lot of years. Um, that that's not true of gaming, especially since the, the transition to. To M1 and now M2. Um, might get better on the gaming front with the with the newest M2 chips. Apple has been pushing hard for for developers to start using Metal Three more and adding more features to it. But is it really going to make that big of an impact? Right. Um, I, I would say probably not. Um, mm -hmm. And the two recommendations I made aren't going to work for gaming. You're not going to be able to to play any serious, stellar Windows games in parallels, and even even in UMB where you're virtualizing the uh, the, the PC hardware, because Apple doesn't give you access to hypervisor, you're not getting a full virtual full virtually virtualization there so it's not going to be able to handle gaming or accelerated graphics or anything like that so for this for this person who wrote the gaming is the issue i mean there's yeah you know, that's, that's what it where, sounds like yeah that's where it yeah. puts you over the edge so i mean you could get a mac and you could get amazon web services and to give you a 
Windows instance where you can remote onto, and I've done this too mm. for people, where yeah. um, they'll give you um, like a remote desktop to to one of their Windows desktops, and uh, Microsoft does it too. And you know, it's a couple of bucks a month, and you have Windows. But how? But how well will that work for gaming? You know, does it have? Does it? A, well, okay. Let me back yeah, up. You're, 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 it doesn't yet, but they're working on it. So I know, like, uh, you know, Andrew will probably tell you too, but I know, like, uh, Oculus, uh, the VR headset, um, has a thing now too where if you don't have a gaming PC, you could rent a gaming PC instance like Amazon Web Services has, mm. and you could, and it's almost fast enough to play. And this is kind of this is a whole streaming. This is a thing now, right? Streaming gaming. This is mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's I mean, become a big deal. But right now, I, I, mean, I, I don't. I don't know how it works, and I, you know, I, I don't game. But you know, eventually, it, it could. It, you know, the interesting thing, Chuck, is you launched this discussion with an article saying that Apple basically has the majority of revenue in the gaming market, but. Nobody buys an Apple device for gaming. Like we just had somebody on the on the um, you know the the uh, watching now that was like I'm thinking of buying an Asus machine for gaming. Nobody buys any Apple device saying I'm buying this device for gaming. Um, you know, people iPod people touch. don't buy an iPhone so they can run. iPod Touch is gone. Not anymore. Uh, um, yeah, that's the only device I could think of is an iPad Touch, uh, iPod Touch, or maybe an iPad. Some well, but that's just, just like something you know for your your kids Casual or something. Gamer. But yeah, you know, yeah, and, right. and okay, not nobody, but uh, you know, almost you know, that's really not a market. And you know, the interesting thing is you know, so all the all the you know people that buy machines for the purpose of gaming they'll never look at a mac or, or at least you know not so far and and one wonders you know how much effort would it, is apple ever going to go after that end of the market because they already have a majority of the revenue so you know mm-hmm. they could do all this work to make a better you know high-end gaming machine and you know but how much marginal gain is is that to apple you know is that is that even worth it for you know, yeah, you go off and make your fancy Xboxes and, you know, 17-inch PCs. We don't care. You know, we're, we're laughing all the way to the bank. Yeah. I mean, if you put an M2 chip in an Apple TV and maybe added some graphic card power to it and, and expanded Apple Arcade to include some real games, they could do it. Yeah, but the point is that's is it- not going to be that much of a game for Apple. Exactly. No, but they do talk about. I mean, it's been rumored and it's never happened. No, they, you know, they may do it. You know, what may happen is they wind up doing it by accident. You know, <laughs> yeah. or, or or incident, which is you know, like lots of other things. Like now, Apple is now you know destroyed the camera market, and look at all the markets that Apple has has destroyed. You know, um, not really intentionally saying like we're going to go after the camera market. We're going to go after, you know, what are you know kindles and you know whatever um right so you know they, they may wind up just you know upping apple silicon to the point where oh well yep now we can do these high-end gaming things and 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 they may wind up eating that too but not because it was a big goal that they you know went after just like oh yeah you're another piece of you know, let me pick that out of my tire <laughs> yeah yeah. Uh, let me let me fill in some of Claire's uh, other comments because this is interesting. Um, sh- sh- 
she said that she they use Amazon Web Services for running a large live stream for Expo 2020. Not sure which Expo that is, Claire, but that's okay. Um, it's a fantastic service, but the delay is too large for gaming currently. Currently. And she says she's purchased many Apple devices in the past, thousands spent, and yes, it has always been for professional use. Mm-hmm. So this Mac Voices Live panel concludes in the next edition of Mac Voices with a conversation about virtualization on the Mac and where it stands in relation to gaming, productivity software, and more. That's next time on Mac Voices. I hope you'll join us. Until then, and as always, I'm Chuck Joyner. Thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices Magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash macvoices or by making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page and in the show notes of each episode. You will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices. Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at backbeatmedia.com. Bandwidth provided by Cashfly at cashfly.com.